This evening as we've read the account of Jesus' birth and in song reflected upon his birth, I just want to ask us um, just a few, uh, a question and then answer it in, in three ways. Why do we celebrate Christmas? Many for sure like Christmas for all the wonderful things that it brings. It brings colorful lights to short, dark, and sometimes cold days, although Probably have a relatively warm Christmas this year. It brings a season of giving and receiving gifts. It brings nativity scenes and parades and the jolly of Christmas songs playing. It brings special times with family and friends. And yet, these very things that bring so much joy to some can be the very source of pain for others. You might know someone who is sick, whom you'd like to spend this time with Christmas, but can't. We have those in our own body who are homesick with COVID or one other things. And these inconveniences have, have messed up all their Christmas plans. Then there are those who have lost loved ones this past year. And so Christmas brings loneliness and feelings of sadness since their loved ones are not here to enjoy Christmas with us. While there's certainly nothing wrong with enjoying Christmas lights and trimmings, for these are the gifts of God to enjoy, we need to see the true reasons why Christmas is truly wonderful. Whatever your background or particular situation, the birth, life, and ministry of Jesus Christ gives us reasons to rejoice that transcend our personal situations. If you know God through faith in Jesus Christ, then whatever is going on in your life, no matter how difficult or how unpleasant, uh, you could these things, the joy you have cannot be taken from you. Uh, the joy of the Lord that comes knowing that you are a child of God transcends all of our difficulties. So this evening, I just in a brief way, just like to remind us of why we celebrate the birth of Christ. We celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ because he and he alone is the mediator between God and man who can remedy our alienation from God. He, he is the, the one. He's the only one. God created everything that we see. He's a holy God as we've, as we've read and as we've heard in, our, in these prayers and prayed together. And he created us perfect. Yet our, our parents, Adam and Eve, rebelled against him. You see, we were created to know God, relate to God. And yet we rebelled against against him. And this rebellion has created a great chasm between us and God, between men and women and their creator. But Jesus was was created. The eternal second person of the Trinity became God with us in the person of Jesus to be that mediator. As First Timothy 2, 5 says, there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. The only way that we can have peace with God, that that chasm can be crossed is through Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 1 makes this very point. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is the reason that the angels who announced Jesus' birth declared to the shepherds, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. So we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ because he and he alone is the mediator between God and man who can remedy our alienation. Christmas is a celebration of Jesus as our mediator. 
Secondly, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ because this, his birth was necessary that he might die in our place. In order for the life gate and the bridge uh, that brings us to God to, to open, Jesus had to deal once and for all with the sin that, that opened up this chasm between us and God. Sin is simply the breaking of the law. The law of God which is written upon the heart as well as the law that is written in the word of God. Sin is breaking the law. Sins of omission and sins of commission. We're, we're guilty of both. And yet our problem with sin goes far beyond just the things that we do or don't do. Our sin with problem goes to our heart. We were born as sinners with a sin nature and rebellion to God. We commit sin against God because before Christ, we are sinners. We are doubly sinners, you could say, sinners by nature, at conception, and sinners by deed. And this is why we cannot cross the chasm of sin between us and God. And that the penalty for sin is death. Anyone who dies in their sins without the forgiveness of sins perishes, and they will face an eternity of punishment and hell for having Rejected the one gift given by God by which all men are to be saved. Jesus is able to save all those who call upon him because he went to the cross and died on behalf of others. Paying fully the price for sins of all those who would ever believe in him. Romans 5.8 emphasizes this truth. It tells us there that God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. 1 Peter 3 reiterates this truth. For Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. The baby Jesus we see pictured in the nativity scenes is not a baby anymore. We commemorate his birth because his birth was the birth of Emmanuel, which means God with us. He is God and he is man. His birth was a birth like no other, not having a human father, Having been conceived in Mary's womb of the Holy Spirit, he was and is the God-man. Jesus grew to be a man, lived the perfect life of fulfillment of the law. Without any sin in himself, he came to die. He died to take the punishment that our sins rightly deserved. And God designed that Jesus would bear our death um, that we deserve, that the penalty of our sins deserved. So we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Secondly, because his birth as a man was necessary so that the second person of the triune God might become man and take our place. Thirdly, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ because he saves all those who call upon his name as a manifestation of God's mercy, of God's love, of God's grace. Ephesians 2 uh, summarizes this nicely for us. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them we too all formerly lived in the lust of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. 
For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of work, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. And then reading from Titus 3. But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, he saved us not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. After Jesus died, he didn't stay in the grave. He was in the grave three days until he was raised in newness of life to show that the penalty for sin was fully paid, to show that Jesus had the power over death, and to show that he possessed eternal life and could give it to whomever he chooses. Jesus is alive. He's with the Father in heaven right now, and he gives eternal life to everyone who believes in him as Emmanuel, as God with us, who died for their sins as the one way to heaven and eternal life. So we celebrate the birth of Jesus because he and he alone is a mediator between God and man who can remedy our alienation from God. Because he, his birth was necessary so that he might die in our place. And thirdly, because he now saves all those who call upon his name as a manifestation of God's grace, mercy, and love when they exercise faith in him. Why do we celebrate Christmas? Because God saves. Christmas isn't just about the, the lights and the treats and the gifts and the things we have grown, grown so fond of about Christmas. Those are nice. But the reason that Christmas can even be a truly Merry Christmas is because of what God has done for us. The one true God who made heaven and earth is merciful and faithful. He abounds with loving kindness to all who call upon him. And if you don't know where, you're, where, you, where you stand tonight with Christ, what you believe about Christ, I just plead with you to, to not sit on the fence about this decision regarding Christ. Don't reject him, but also don't sit on the fence. Don't be those who just in a nominal sense believe that God exists or believes that Jesus is a savior. And again, in some nominal sense, some pie in the sky Christianity, you know, believe, truly believe in your heart that Jesus is God and savior. Believe that without him, you will die and perish in your sins. Don't let this Christmas go by without making sure of your salvation and where you'll spend eternity. Right? We don't know how much time any of us has. How many more Christmases will we have on this earth before the Lord takes us uh, from this life or before he returns? We, we know not the time. For those of us who know the Lord Jesus Christ, rejoice in him. Remember the reasons that he gave, he came and gave himself uh, for us. The Lord is good and he saves all those who call upon him. Let's pray together. Our Lord and our God, we just exalt you. We thank you for giving us a record of, of your, um, your birth, but not just your birth, how you orchestrated so many events, many supernaturally in a miraculous sense to bring about the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Truly God, truly man. 
Oh, Lord, I just pray that you work in hearts even now, drawing sinners to know yourself in saving faith. And for all those who already call upon your name, who are already your children, Lord, just cause their hearts to rejoice with a, a new wave of rejoicing and thankfulness for what you have given them, what you have accomplished on our behalf. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the pulpit ministry of Medina Bible Church in Medina, Ohio. You can find church information, a complete sermon library, and other helpful materials at medinabible.org. This message is copyrighted by Medina Bible Church. All rights reserved.